Okay. Yep, I think we're going. Welcome, everyone, to Authors on the Air. My name is Bruce Robert Coffin, and I am thrilled to be the guest host today of a special BoucherCon edition of Authors on the Air. My guest today is the New York best-selling author of more than 50 novels. His first novel, Absolute Power, was adapted into a Hollywood film directed by and starring Clint Eastwood. His books have been translated into 45 languages in 80 countries with over 150 million copies sold worldwide. In fact, I think if you look up the word prolific in the dictionary, you will see a picture of this man. Please join me in welcoming to the program this year's BoucherCon Lifetime Guest of Honor, David Baldacci. David, thank you so much for joining us today. Absolutely, thank you, it's a pleasure. I gotta ask, how did it feel when you first learned that you were being honored as the BoucherCon Lifetime Achievement Guest of Honor? Yeah, I was thinking to myself, wow, I've been in this business a long time. <laughs> and that's when you start getting a Lifetime Achievement Award. So right. it was I mean, it was, it, was a, it was a great honor. And I'm really looking forward to going out there and attending the event and meeting lots of people and hooking up some old friends. Did you uh, ever imagine anything like this when you first started out? No, I mean, I started out as a short story writer. And so the best thing I was going to hope for me was I'd sell a short story for a magazine every once in a while and continue practicing law to is my full-time job. So this all exceeded my wildest expectations. That's so awesome. So you've been out to San Diego before? Or? I have a number of times, both on tour and for pleasure. Um, we flew in a, few, a couple of years ago, a friend of ours was getting, uh, his son was getting married out there. So we flew into San Diego and a uh, beautiful place, you know, the easiest job for a weatherman in the world. You know, it's just 72 and sunny, 72 and sunny, 72 and sunny. <laughs> right. <laughs> No, no need to be a weatherman out there. That would be boring. Um, I've had the pleasure of reading your latest novel, Simply Lies, which I believe dropped in April. Is that right? That's right. Yes. Such a fabulous book. Um, I love the plotting. I love the characters. I love the whole thing. Um, I highly recommend it to anyone who hasn't already uh, gotten a copy of that book. Um, and could you just for the people that haven't read it, could you give us a quick teaser about what the book is? Yeah, it's really a tale of two women, a cat and mouse, between Mickey Gibson, who used to be a detective in New Jersey, uh, and now is a single mom of two, um, working for a company called ProEye, which she basically hunts down assets of rich cheaters, tax cheaters, and people trying to avoid their creditors online. And pretty stable life, you know, she doesn't get to leave the house much. She's not a detective anymore. And then one day, something happens. She gets a call to go out to this old mansion on behalf of her client to look for some property there because this guy was a, a cheat and he had stiffed his creditors. And instead she finds a dead body. And it turns out her company didn't want her to go out there, has no idea why she was there. And she was set up by this woman uh, that we come to know as Clarice. And it's sort of this cat and mouse game between these two women. And we're gonna see who's left standing at the end. Well, it was brilliantly executed. I absolutely love that back and forth. That was well done in that book. Now, my understanding is you also have another one coming up uh, in November, another 620 man uh, story. 
Yeah, it's called The Edge. So it brings back Travis Devine. He heads up to rural coastal Maine uh, when a CIA agent is murdered up there. And he has to sort of figure out what's going on. And I've been to Maine many times. And my, my cousin, John Baldacci, used to be the governor of Maine for a couple of terms. So I know that state from top to bottom and side to side. And it's just a really cool place. The atmosphere is there. It's great. I was just up there a couple of weeks ago, actually. And it's nice to be back there. So I put him through his paces. We're going to see if he's going to come out okay at the end. That's great. Um, before I go, I want to uh, just ask you real quick uh, about the uh, wish Wish You Well Foundation, the nonprofit that you and your wife uh, started. Can you tell us a little bit about that, how that even came to be? Yeah, we started about 20 years ago. When I first started out in this business, uh, a lot of my events were hosted by libraries, friends of the library, literacy organizations. So I got a really quick and deep education over the years about illiteracy in this country. It's a huge problem. About you know 50% of the adults in this country lead, read at below uh, adequate levels of literacy. And that hampers you completely from, you know, as a person, your potential, your economic achievements, uh, but also being a citizen of democracy. It, you know, this country is set up so that we're supposed to know who we're voting for, elect good people to lead us, make good decisions, leading the country forward. That's just not happening. So if you can't read it at an acceptable level, you can't make good decisions as a citizen in this country, and the whole country is going to suffer because of that. So the Wish You Well Foundation, we fund programs across the country. We funded programs in pretty much all 50 states and counting. The thousands of programs over the years, helping millions of people to read at a higher level. And we'll fund as many as we possibly can. We get about five or 6,000 grant applications a year from organizations, including public, public school systems in this country who don't have any money in their budget for books, um, you know, or don't have librarians to staff those facilities. And it's just, it seems like we spend all of our money on the wrong things in this country. Uh, what we're trying to do at the Wish You All Foundation is give people the, criti the one critical tool they need to thrive in this society and to make this country better, and that's the ability to read. Because the ability to read and the ability to think are side by side. You can't do one without the other. Well, it's such a great cause, and, and hats off to both of you for, for starting that and continuing to keep it going. David, it's been an absolute pleasure to uh, speak with you today. Thank you so much for coming on the program. Um, congratulations again on being named the Bochicon Lifetime Guest of Honor, and I look forward to seeing you uh, in San Diego. Same, same here. Thanks, Bruce, very much. Looking forward to it.